holiday season, treat yourself. Treat yourself to candy. Celebrate the holiday season with the Holiday Crush. They've sprinkled candy with a holiday theme and fun-packed challenges every week for five whole weeks, finishing on January 4th. The more challenges you complete, the better your chances of unwrapping delicious rewards. So, are you ready to crush the holidays? Play the Holiday Crush now. Download it from the App Store, Google Play, or Windows Store for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another Ars Blog Ars Cast on arsblog.oleole.com. Coming up, we've got Good Player chatting about stuff. Arsene Breaker Hawkins is in the house. We've got some Amari Bishop PI. The man in the bar will pop up at some stage, so stay tuned. So hello and welcome to another Ars Blog Ars Cast. It's a Friday and we've got football tomorrow. That means the interlull is over. Thanks be to Jeebus or to Jehovah or Allah or Buddha or Krishna or whoever. If you want to sit there and give thanks to Howard Jones himself that the interlull is over, that's entirely your prerogative. And the point, of course, is that it doesn't matter who you're giving thanks to, it's the fact that we're all giving thanks about the same thing. Creed, color, race, religion, it makes no difference now. We don't care about any of that. All we care about is that we've got football back tomorrow, and that means we've got some stuff to talk about again, either on the blog or here on the Arscast, which is um, it's always a struggle to put together one after um, a week of nothing, of like intense nothing. Uh, we've had players away on international duty. We'll have news of them a bit later on. We'll be telling you who's available and who's been knackered while away on international duty. Uh, as I said, good player will be here. We'll be chatting about the uh, Everton game, about uh, what the manager might be thinking, uh, and about Cesc Fabregas' comments. Uh, what else? Arsene Wenger Hawkins has been in touch. He has sent us an audio missive from wherever he is in the world. We'll find that out a little bit later on. We've got some Amari Bischoff P.I. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, the man in the bar will be along in a, a little bit as well. So, really, since the last Arscast, there hasn't been a great deal to go on with, has there? I want to get this out of the way first. The William Gallas thing, right? Because you know I'm going to talk about it. Uh, the story that came out last week, if I just do my little clicking here, and he was talking about uh, how his teammates might not have appreciated my behavior against Birmingham. He said, I had to state my authority again. And today, when I motivate them before a match, they say, Cappy, we need you. We are following you. Cappy? Cappy? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm... J- Cappy? Cappy? What the fuck? And uh, the, the motivating thing seems to be uh, not working. So maybe if they were to call you Bob rather than Cappy. I can't say it. I can't say it. I get some emails, right, um, from the blog, uh, from people who say, look, you know, I, you know, th- this Gallas thing, I know you don't like him, but, you know, he's our captain and we should get behind him and, and you shouldn't give him such a hard time. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, yeah, well, maybe you have a point. Maybe you have a point. But on the other hand, right, the way I think about it is, 
is that I don't like him. I think he's a bit of a cunt. I don't like him as a player. I certainly don't like him as a captain. I never liked him when he was at Chelsea. But people make the point, they say, you've got this blog, right? You've got loads of readers and you're you're very influential. I go, no, no. I don't really um, believe in any of that, right? For a start. I don't. If loads of people read my blog, then fantastic. I really, really enjoy that. And I think it's great that loads of people can read it and, and, uh, and either get something from it, whether it's information or humor or whatever. I think that's brilliant. But I'm not influential. If someone... Um, doesn't like something, then they're perfectly capable of making their own mind up about it, right? This is my thinking to that. I think it's a little bit of an insult to people's intelligence to say that just because I might say something, loads of other people are going to say that or think that, right? They're all perfectly capable of making up their own minds based on what they see on the pitch or off the pitch or what they read, etc., etc., etc. So it's a bit of a spurious argument, that one. Because I don't ever and have never claimed to be uh, influential in any way. And would never claim to be. All I ever do is give you my opinion. Often. Somewhat tongue-in-cheek. And whether people pick up on that all the time, well, that's neither here nor there. But I don't set myself up as somebody who is the voice of uh, a large group of Arsenal fans or anything like it. I absolutely and heartily refute any kind of um, implication that that is the case, right? So bearing that in mind, I think I can probably say what I want about Gallus. And I'll always um, try and reply if you email me and, and say, look, I think you're giving him too hard a time. You should give it a rest. You know, I, I'll reply. I try and reply to all the emails and stuff that I get. I'm probably not going to agree with you. And I'm not going to um, change the way I write or what I write because... Um, you or or anybody else, with the greatest of respect, is is uh, somewhat offended by it. It's a it's a free blog country out there. There are many blogs for you to read. If you don't agree with what I write, or if you don't like what I write, then that's absolutely fine. I've got no problem in the world uh, with that because um, you know it's all to do with different tastes, isn't it? So basically, I think if you know if there's something to say, or if I think there's something to say, then then I'm going to say it, and that's it. And if it upsets some people, okay. And if not, then fine. So that's uh, that's um, William Gallas. I just can't say it. Uh, right, well, uh, yeah, well, I thought I'd just get that out of the way, you know, now. Rather than have it be a, a thing that's running all the way through uh, the Arscast this week. I mean, that just wouldn't be my style at all. <clears throat> Um, yeah, okay, well, uh, to talk a little more about football and stuff, seeing as that's what we're all into, something we can all agree that we're all into football, we might have different opinions on how it should be played and who should be playing it for Arsenal and in what style we should be playing, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, to talk more about football, uh, we'll welcome to the Arsecast a good player from goodplayer.com. Hello there. Hi there. Uh, now, since the Sunderland game, the players have been away on international duty. Uh, the manager has had plenty to think about. Well, what do you suspect will be most on his mind or will have been most on his mind in, in the lead up to uh, this weekend's game well he would have had plenty of time to think about but no time to buy I suppose and uh, I imagine the same thing that will be on his mind will be on our mind a, a lack of a central midfield really and a, a bit of a problem in central defence too um, how much we can do about that in the short run I don't know I guess Diaby coming back from injury could help um, whether he'd ever change things around at the back drop either Torre or Gallas 
I don't know, it's very hard for managers to drop players that they like. Um, sometimes they have to, it's tough decisions. Whether we'll see a great deal of change, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, you, you mentioned on your own, because there's this um, doubt over Gallas because he, he may be injured, he was out of the French games uh, at the weekend, and, and you said you know maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for uh, for the manager not to have to drop him per se, but you know use the injury uh, to, to bring in uh, somebody else. As it stands, it looks like Juru is injured as well, so maybe Mikhail Silvestre and, and Colo Touré uh, will be the defence. Look, more, more unlikely things have, have worked in the past, you know. Yeah. Um, I just, I just feel we need to change something in some way because if we, if we don't do that, um, we're going to keep conceding with those very annoying goals and corners and free kicks. You know, we, we've conceded. I think Bengal was saying a few games ago that we'd only conceded one or two goals in our first however many games, but I think we've now conceded something like five and seven, which extrapolate that over the season. That's about 31 in 38. Uh, that's too many. You don't win titles with that. Uh, so already we're seeing that's a problem. Cesc Fabregas um, was quoted um, during the week, I suppose, while he was away with Spain. Uh, and he mentioned, I'm not sure that he was complaining necessarily, but he said, uh, our squad is a bit short on numbers and we are very young. He said, it's difficult to imagine a midfield where I'm the oldest member. We're finding it hard to win matches as we do not possess enough experience. It, it's, it's no different to anything that you've said or I've said or many other bloggers have said uh, for, for a long time now. Well, certainly since the summer. Do you think the fact that Fabregas is saying it might wake the manager up a bit, I, if he's even asleep, if you know what I mean. It's it's um, it's an incredible thing, really, for him to come out and say. I suppose it is. I mean, it always strikes me that they do so much kind of media interviews all the time and on international weeks, etc., etc., and that they sometimes might wonder out loud. We don't know exactly what he was asked. It certainly did seem that he, he was uh, suggesting that we might not have enough would it make Arsenal wake up? Hopefully. I mean, look, I think he did try and buy someone in the window. Um, he failed to. Um, perhaps he didn't prioritise it enough. He should have started prioritising it when Diara left. Um, you know, I think it's something we really have to do something about. From my point of view, I find it incredibly frustrating. We have an abundance of riches on the wings and up front. You know, when you when you look at how many players we've got there at the moment and you forget that we haven't had Rizitsky, we haven't had Eduardo um, and then the annoying thing is that you see that we've given uh, we've got this Bischoff guy who's hey, and another attacking midfielder you know, exactly, we're not exactly lacking them uh, and then we seem to be so threadbare in, a, in central midfield uh, it's, it's baffling in a way and it's so it's so frustrating Are you confident that with the players that we have we can get through to January in reasonable enough shape that a purchase is going to make some kind of difference? Yep, I'm not saying we will, but um, am I confident? Yes, I think you know, a lot of stranger things have happened. You know, we've, we've gone into games in the past with very young midfields. Uh, they've done okay, they've dug in. I, I don't think Danielson's a terrible player by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think he, uh, there's not a single attribute he has where he's better, better at Sesk than a as any aspect of his game and you know Flamini was, was not as good a player as Cesc was but he, he could do things Cesc couldn't um, can we make it through yes will we it's not certain you know it's it's a risk and you, really that shouldn't be it shouldn't be a risk that we're having to take there's not really any great reason good need for it to have gone from having such an abundance of midfielders central midfielders 18 months ago to having so few now uh, Everton tomorrow, um, their start to the season hasn't been as good, I suppose, as David Moyes or Everton fans would have would have liked. 
Um, we've had some difficult games against them in the past, but did well last season. I think uh, to uh, to kind of restore confidence uh, amongst the team and the fans, nothing less than three points is is necessary tomorrow. Three points is essential. We've dropped, um, you know, we've lost two bad games and we've drawn one bad game as well already this season. Uh, that, that's quite a lot. We have to win tomorrow, really. Um, you know, we've put in some really good performances this season. That's a, that's a funny thing in a way. But I think, you know, I think there have been performances like Newcastle at home, Porto at home, Bolton and Blackburn away where we've played really well. Um, and I think that's because we up front we really do have an abundance of riches. And I think people who moan about Adebayo and moan about Van Persie and they moan about Walcott, I think they're people who, like, who moan for moaning sake, frankly. Um, the problem is, can we get a consistent? Hey, y'all, it's Matt Marr here, a.k.a. Maddie, And Poodle, a.k.a. Jake Anthony. And we host the podcast 90 Day Gays. Poodle, I'm excited because Christmas is here. Aren't you excited? Bah humbug. What's so great about Christmas? I'm just going to get another boring, straight-looking sweater from my Aunt Jane. Well, Poodle Scrooge, you tell your Aunt Jane to get you Best Christmas Ever on AMC+. Plus. You will love it. Oh, wow. They got all my favorites. Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Year Without a Santa Claus. And y'all, AMC Plus is available on all your devices. So celebrate the best Christmas ever anytime, anywhere. Sign up today at amcplus.com. AMC Plus, only the good stuff. This holiday season, treat yourself. Treat yourself to candy. Celebrate the holiday season with the Holiday Crush. They've sprinkled candy with a holiday theme and fun-packed challenges every week for five whole weeks, finishing on January 4th. The more challenges you complete, the better your chances of unwrapping delicious rewards. So, are you ready to crush the holidays? Play the Holiday Crush now. Download it from the App Store, Google Play, or Windows Store for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh... You know, and at the moment, at the moment we're struggling for that consistency, and that, and that is a, a major worry. It does seem to be uh, either champagne or flat seven up, doesn't it? Uh, the way the team is performing this season, like you say, we've had those good performances, and then there are the performances like Fulham uh, <clears> and <throat> like Sunderland and like uh, Hull. Uh, what would you put that down to? Is there any particular reason, or um, is it a, an amalgamation of things? Yeah, no, it's, you're right. It's been Champagne Seven Up and West Brom, I think, because we were kind of somewhere in between against West Brom. But, but it's, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can pin it down. It's, I think, I think we've been vulnerable to bad luck, if you like. Um, we've been vulnerable to having great goals scored against us, or, or having a, a, in the last game a goal ruled out wrongly because, because maybe we haven't tidied these games up early enough. Um, it's it's hard to, it's hard to put your finger on it really. I thought we weren't that bad against uh, Hull. To be honest, I thought that was almost an aberration. But we we clearly weren't great against Sunderland again. Though, has Van Persie's goal counted? You know, it could have been so different against Fulham. We were awful. It's, it's very hard to put your finger on it, and it's it's very easy to draw conclusions very quickly and to kind of draw sweeping conclusions from seven games. I think it's been a mixture of not playing well enough and and ill fortune. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we turn that around, but I think we can. But I'm just not sure how we do. All right. Well, that's uh, Arsene Wenger's job for the moment. Good play. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot. Uh, my thanks as always to the outrageously tall good player.
Uh, and you can check out his blog. Uh, before his next Tarscast appearance, it is, of course, www.goodplayer.com. Now, uh, coming up, some news on the team ahead of the Everton game. Now, though, it's uh, he's back. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back on the Arscast. I've spent a lot of the last few months traveling around the world. I've been to many interesting places like Guatemala, where I wrestled a python, Malawi where I went drinking with the dad of that boy that Madonna adopted, and Bridlington where I froze my ball locks off. For the last three weeks I have been in America as it's a very special time. Not only is there an election, but they have a woman as one of the candidates. I think it's great that she has shown women that no matter how stupid and blinkered you are you can get ahead. She's an inspiration. Not that I agree with her politics, mind you. My arson vendor Hawkins abortion lorry has come in for trouble from some pro-lifers who didn't approve of my $19.99 abortion special. For that you get an abortion, a Sarah Palin bumper sticker with her face photoshopped onto a dinosaur, and a copy of Kid Rock's latest album. I haven't managed to keep too up to date with Arsenal, but from looking at the results this may not be a bad thing. I shall try to watch more games as I stay on the move, but I have to agree with Sesk when he says our midfield is too young. We need more experience, and I very much hope that the boss buys at least one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the January transfer window. Of course they're not teenagers anymore. They're middle-aged spread mutant ninja turtles, but they have wonderful experience. And swords. We need more swords. Oh, yes. Oh, it's good to hear Arsene Wenger Hawkins again, isn't it? Oh, wonderful to have him back. He will be back, I'm sure, in the very near future. Of course, he's been very, very busy going around the place doing stuff and getting into trouble, as he does. Um, But, you know, there's just no talking to the man. He's that kind of a guy. Devil may care, live on the edge. It doesn't matter what you or I or anyone says to him. I've sat him down before. I, I remember one day, very, very clearly. And I was very worried about him. And I said, look, you know, Arsene Wenger Hawkins, if you don't cop on, if you don't get a grip on your life, you know, you could end up in a wheelchair. There's just no talking to the man. No talking to him. Everton, tomorrow. As you were saying with good play, it is a vital game. And of vital importance that we take three points, because we've already lost two and drawn that one. So the start to the season less than ideal. But, you know, I'm remaining optimistic and, and, and going on the basis that it's better to lose your points now than at the end of the season. Of course, if you lose points at the end of the season as well, then, you know, it's all academic. But well, there you go. Team news is as follows. Well, the early team news. William Gallas is out. Bakary Sanya is out. Nicholas Bentner is out. The three of them out with, uh, I think, uh, hamstring, knee and ankle injuries. Uh, They're both, or they're all going to miss the game uh, against Everton and the Champions League game against Fenerbahce. So you'd imagine that means Ebue going to right back. Uh, Johan Juru is going to be assessed because he's got concussion. Uh, So you would imagine Ebue at right back and Silvestre or um, Juru, if he makes it, at centre-half. But I suspect Sylvester, Sylvester will make his debut. Uh, there are doubts uh, as well over Cesc Fabregas, who has a, a broken nose, reportedly. Uh, 
And Robin Van Persie, who has a muscular problem. Um, which muscle it is? Probably all of them. But there you go. Uh, but they're more than likely to be involved. Uh, Abu Dhabi. is fit. I'm just going to take a little short break here while you uh, pick yourself up off the floor. You up? No? Uh, now? Hmm. So he's fit. And he could provide us with a bit of an extra something in, in midfield. Uh, an extra person. An extra player, indeed. And, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, he can add something a little bit different to midfield. And and something a little bit different from loping about the place kind of lazily. He's got a chance now, given the fact that uh, we've only got Danielson and, and Alex Song in there. Um, he's got a chance to sort of establish himself, if he can stay fit. However, Aaron Ramsey must be pushing his way into the boss's thoughts. After his incredible goal in midweek for uh, the Welsh under-21s, a great goal, and not only that, a great little assist for uh, Wales's second goal too. So uh, he's in there too. I, I, I would like to see more of Ramsey, I have to say. I know he's still really young, and we talk about how we want to see experience, and we need experience, and we do. We do, don't get me wrong. I still like to see more of Ramsey because uh, I, I do like the look of him. I suspect, though, it's Carlin Cup action mostly for him, um, for the uh, foreseeable future anyway. Uh, right, uh, so that's the team news. That's the team news. Of course, Rosicki is uh, is still out. His agent was at pains to stress this week uh, that the uh, the stories about headaches and collapsing and all that kind of stuff, they're just nonsense. Now he has two specialists looking after his leg. Uh, next week, three or four, and then, you know, eventually they'll bring him to a teaching hospital somewhere, and he'll just be a sideshow. Poor Thomas. It'd be good if he was fit as well. It really would. We could do with these guys being fit. And Eduardo, of course. But wait, that's neither here nor there. One man, not anywhere near the first team, though, is, is this guy. It was a quiet day. The kind of day that you'd take a handful of bennies, wash it down with a bottle of cheap scotch, and then stare at the wall until something good came on. There was a knock at the door. Come in, I said, and in he came. What do you want, I said. I'm looking for a private eye, he said. Well, you found one, I said, but I ain't so private. I take all your details and photos and put them on Facebook using somebody else's name. What's the problem, I said. Well, he said, it's this group of guys I lead. I'm not sure they respect me anymore. Why's that, I said. Well, when I talk, they just don't look interested. And I say to them, hey, it's me. I'm the same cappy I always was. Whoa, I said, what? Did you say cappy? Yeah, Cappy, that's my name. Mister, I said, you better get out of my office. I wouldn't work for a Cappy for all the money in the world. You might try Mike Hammer, though. I hear he's scratching for work these days. More from Amari Bishop P.I. on another Arscast in the very near future. So Everton tomorrow and then next week we've got Champions League action against Fenerbahce. Turkey is not an easy place to go to for players or fans, I suppose. Uh, and Fenerbahce are a handy side. They gave Chelsea a good run last uh, last season, if I remember correctly. Which I probably don't. But I do seem to remember them scoring a couple of very good goals against them. Did they beat them? I could look it up, couldn't I? 
Yeah, but I'm not going to. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully we can do the business there as well. But obviously the focus is on Everton tomorrow. And fingers crossed we get the three points there and get ourselves back on track. And hopefully we can stay on track. Because, you know, we're derailing ourselves a bit too often. But there you go. Fingers crossed for that. Um, until next week's Arscast, take it easy. I could keep going and waffle about nothing, but I'm not going to. There's just no point. So apologies for the shortness of the Arscast. Uh, there'll be a, a longer one, I suppose, next week when we've got more to um, talk shite about. So until then, take it easy. Uh, talk to you on the blog and have yourselves a great weekend. Bye. I remember all my life Arsenal captains without strife Big men who could lead In their hour of need Not sit on the pitch Like a crying little bitch Then you came to Arsenal Even though our ranks were full You wore the number 10 Left barely called by ten. I never realized how much I could hate you, oh, Kathy. You came and we stopped winning trophies. Not even the curling cup, oh, Kathy. I wish that you could defend corners. It's time we sent you away, oh, Kathy. holiday season, treat yourself. Treat yourself to candy. Celebrate the holiday season with the Holiday Crush. They've sprinkled candy with a holiday theme and fun-packed challenges every week for five whole weeks, finishing on January 4th. The more challenges you complete, the better your chances of unwrapping delicious rewards. So, are you ready to crush the holidays? Play the Holiday Crush now. Download it from the App Store, Google Play, or Windows Store for free. Terms and conditions apply.